From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and patriots of all ages, welcome again to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And yes, I am Jerry Brooks, not just your baby-faced assassin of freedom, but your tour guide through the wacky world of Joe Biden's America. And man, the sights are getting a lot more interesting uh, these days, to be sure. Uh, Before we get into the fun part of the day, just wanted to let you know that if you want to send us uh, an email, give us a shout out at inblackandright at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website, inblackandright.net. We put up a few new things uh, on the website today, uh, doing some updates. And also we're going to be uh, looking to expand our online store uh, here pretty quick. Uh, It's taking me a little bit longer than I thought, but we are going to get the job done, and that is for sure. And as we have another wonderful, thrill-packed day, of adventures in podcasting and we're gonna keep doing what we're doing telling the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth with a lot of help from God now ladies and gentlemen as the interesting well the continually interesting saga of Joe Biden and his classified documents problem which really makes him look like a hypocrite not just a liar and and he did it a lot longer than Trump did. Not to say that, uh, you know, Trump did it as president of the United States. And he also has the power to declassify. However, Joe Biden, when he was vice president, didn't. And I have kind of, you know, and I will continue to beat this point. Vice presidents do not have the power to declassify anything. That is mainly reserved for the commander-in-chief and the commander-in-chief only. But now as we dig a little deeper and curiouser and curiouser this mystery has grown, we now find out that not only did he have all of these documents, uh, but apparently, in that, it included, uh, let's see, some, well, I'm taking a look here at the, uh, look, you can hear the story, but anyway, there were classified documents which included materials about the Ukraine, Iran, and, and Great Britain. Hmm. And interestingly enough, and this was between 2013 and 2016, when these, the, that's kind of the time period when these classified documents have been discovered. So, we now have in also the aspect that Biden's office at the Biden Center uh, at the University of Pennsylvania uh, were storing these documents. And actually, it, the documents moved twice. Now, they've discovered uh, U.S. intelligence memos, briefing materials, 
and these materials about the Ukraine, the Iran, and Great Britain included top secret files. Oops. Yeah, and, and oh mercy. Well, anyway, that will shake itself out. But we now have the mainstream media. Oh my gosh. But they're doing what they're doing, so this isn't really a shock. It's really not a shock, but some of the lamest excuses, and, and I want to play a little bit of Joy Behar and the, rev, the chief shrew of The View, and to learn, this is illustrative for many reasons. We're going to see what Trump derangement syndrome can do over a long period of time. Because, you know, Joy are is no fan of Trump. We, anybody with half a brain knows it. But the links, the mental gymnastics and the, that they're willing to go through to give Biden some kind of a pass, <laughs> when Joe Biden, by having these materials, that he wasn't supposed to have, these are major felonies, okay? These are major felonies. That is, that is not up for discussion or debate. It's not. So, but <laughs> I, I got to play this because it's sad, it's funny, and it really shows why Michael Savage, when he wrote his book, Liberalism is a mental disorder. I believe this is what he meant by it. So it's it's not particularly long, you know, that's about 30 seconds or so, but you gotta hear this, folks. You just plain gotta hear it. So Joy Behar in her <clears throat> seriously lame attempt to explain why we should not consider this a big deal about Biden and his classified documents that Trump is a liar and a thief, you know? <laughs> so it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's probably what's going on. The Hard. lying has been so invasive, mm -hmm. so ubiquitous, mm -hmm. that no one will believe the truth anymore. And that, that you can put that at the, at the feet of Donald Trump, who started the lying. Okay, folks. This, I mean, in less than 30 seconds, we now know why The View needs to be canceled. Joy Behar and all the rest of the shrews need a psychiatric evaluation, as well as a lot of their audience, because a lot of their audience, the vast majority of them are women. So no, it's like, well, you can be, no, I don't want to hear that foolishness. Sit down, have a cookie and shut up because these people were cheering and most of them were women. So I'm thinking, now granted, Trump derangement syndrome is not gender specific. There are men with Trump derangement syndrome. There are women with it. There are blacks, there are Hispanics, there are whites. Trump derangement syndrome is like stupidity. It doesn't discriminate. But to hear that, to make that assertion, that assumption that, 
oh, well, Biden's not a liar. We need to give him a benefit of the doubt. But that Trump, oh, he's a liar. It's like, oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I'm so glad I don't watch it, but I, I didn't even really want to play that because Joy Behar really makes me sick to my stomach. But this is for educational purposes of what the mainstream media does and its incestuous relationship with the Democrat Party or the Democrat Party. It's interchangeable. It's just, it's right there. It's illustrative. I mean, this is, and it's not even really a news show, not like hard news. You know, it's commentary and it's opinion, yeah, just like I do. In Black and Right, it is not really a news program, but it takes news and I give my observations and opinions. So they can have their opinions, but the fact that you're putting this on daytime television tells me a lot. It tells me a lot. But still, we're going to have to deal with this. We're only just discovering it now. And yes, there are going to be congressional investigations. So there is a more sort of cynical uh, theory out there that says that this they're trying to get ahead of the story because they knew what was coming with the new Congress and people like Jim Jordan, who's going to be at the, the chair of the Judiciary Committee, and he's going to be the chair of the Weaponization of Government uh, Subcommittee, or James Comer from Kentucky, who's going to be the head of the uh, Oversight Committee. Oh, but they're scared. And so they figure, oh, let's get ahead of this. And then you have the coordination of the uh, mainstream media saying, well, yeah, but, but, but this and but that. It's like, but Trump this. It's like, no, 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 and no. All you really need to know, folks, is one, Biden is in violation of the Federal Records Act, not the Presidential Records Act because he did this as vice president, it is a felony. And yes, he did it. But the more cynical want to say that, well, maybe they just put it out there to perhaps uh, throw a wet blanket on Biden wanting to run again in 2024. Because if it turns into a Biden-Trump rematch, okay, this, I, I can't even begin to imagine what's going to happen next year, especially when it comes to a lot of these states that have some really hinky election laws, uh, like Arizona and Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be 2020 part two, seriously. And I don't know what it's going to what it's going to look like, but at least I can say with a great deal of certainty. That crap isn't going to fly in Florida. No, no, no. Not even close. Because Governor DeSantis will be right in the middle of his second term. Uh, the election laws in Florida are still very much in place. We have a great attorney general here who will pretty much slap the cuffs on you uh, if you do anything kind of hinky. So yeah, this is going to be fun. But... I really don't know. 
I really do not know. The real fun hasn't begun to start yet. Uh, there are no uh, there are no committee hearings, but I'll guarantee you though, a lot of them are going to be live, <laughs> and C-SPAN is going to get a whole bunch of ratings, because unlike the January 6th uh, show tr Soviet show trial clown car train wreck show, the <laughs> and I know the mainstream media will not even begin to come close to uh, put these key hearings you know, on their uh, on their programs, on their networks. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, you might get maybe Newsmax, Real America's Voice, and maybe some others who will uh, do it live if outside of, you know, C-SPAN. But still, it's going to be fun to see that one. <laughs> it really is. But let's see. Oh, big news today. Oh, my goodness. The FAA uh, is saying that the flight, U.S. flights from all U.S. airports are gradually resuming after a complete computer system glitch brought down the entire network. All airports in the U.S. earlier today, everything was grounded. Absolutely everything was grounded. And, oh, my, my, my. Now, of course, you've got to keep in mind the and the illegitimate child of Alfred E. Newman, a.k.a. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, was once again uh, clueless. Absolutely clueless. You know, yeah, we're going to we're going to do this and we're going to do that. We're going to have an act an after action report and find out. And yet, you know, even even Biden threw Alfred E. Buttigieg under the bus today. They now they're saying at the FAA and the Transportation Department, you know, oh, there's no, there there is absolutely no evidence of a cyber attack. But yet Biden said, well, we don't know if there was or was not a some type of cyber attack, which is like, oops. Uh Okay, which is it? Was there or was there not a cyber attack? Because this smells, absolutely smells like uh, some type of maybe, uh, you know, a dress rehearsal? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, but still, to say, to absolutely say that it wasn't a cyber attack when you really don't know, you have to investigate this. You just have to. Otherwise, you're going to look kind of, well, not kind of stupid. You are going to look stupid. My God, people. Ugh. Anyway, so up at apparently, because I do have some friends of mine who are currently traveling. Uh, they're on business or they might have, you know, gone on for some sort of vacation. And I've been hearing that, you know, they're they're okay, and you know they're not going to uh, have to be back uh, on the on the road again for uh, you know for a few days. So that does help. That does really help. But the fact that you have something as critical to infrastructure as this, 
I mean, the air traffic control, I mean, there, here in Florida, there were apparently uh, some kind of computer problems which affected uh, all the major airports here in Florida. I mean, all the way from Pensacola, Tallahassee to Jacksonville, all the way down to uh, Miami-Dade, Miami-Fort Lauderdale. Oh my gosh. I mean, that was bad enough. And especially in a place like Florida, which gets an awful lot of air traffic, you know, people here on business, people here on vacation, going to Disney World, going to the Florida Keys, wherever. So to say that you, uh, that there was no signs of a, uh, <laughs> you know, there wasn't a cyber, uh, a cyber attack, uh, I think it's time to, uh, <laughs> I think it's time to rethink some of that before you open your mouths because you cannot take the possibility of a cyber attack off the table considering all of our enemies uh, China, Iran, Russia any one of them could have tried this and they certainly have the resources that's for sure especially the Chinese and the Russians but we're just going to have to uh, take a look and see on that uh let's see what else is on our tour today oh yes you'll love this <laughs> you'll love this one and and from all places to get a story like this cnn and i and i i'm like oh my gosh the fact that cnn actually put this story out there absolutely blows my mind and this has to deal with the vaccine or at least the booster shot headline from cnn health fda vaccine advisors disappointed and angry both of which are in quotes that early data about the new covid vaccine booster shot wasn't presented for review last year I'm like, oops. Now, folks, for those of you who are vaccine vaccine addicts, those who love the vaccine mandates and mass mandates and all that, now this is interesting, and I'm just going to read a little bit of the story from CNN. Quote, some vaccine advisors to the federal government say that they're disappointed and angry that government scientists and the, and the pharmaceutical company Moderna didn't present a set of infection data on the company's new COVID-19 booster during meetings last year when the advisors discussed whether the shot should be authorized and made available to the public. Oops. Boy, did somebody really screw the pooch. My gosh, I mean, and Moderna? Oh my gosh, I mean, between Moderna, Pfizer, um, and other vaccine manufacturers, and they didn't come up, and they didn't present this data, that's pretty dang crucial? Uh, okay, now, I mean, it's bad enough. It is bad enough. You've got people who are pretty much they're not vaccine hesitant, uh, how about vaccine adverse? 
and that's, and it has to deal with uh, the possible side effects. Yeah, and they, and they spent five million, nearly five billion dollars on this new booster. U.S. taxpayers, that's your money, ladies and gentlemen, your money that you're paying to your government to put for the vaccine that has not been thoroughly reviewed, tested, or anything else. And 40, over 48 million people got the, got the booster. Wow. Absolutely mind-boggling. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I don't even, I'm surprised I am even talking about this issue, but because it has an effect on a lot of people, especially those, and it says nothing about those who were injured by the vaccine, who developed health problems, they don't have that. It's, we don't really know because it's been hidden by the government, by the FDA, the CDC, the NIH, all these three-letter public health agencies, plus you've got Moderna and Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, and all their data, and all the injuries that caused, uh, that were caused by the vaccine, and of course others like, oh, well, that didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Shut up. You want, you want to, if you want to come up with that line, why don't you go to Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills and all these other athletes who have either died or have developed serious problems, heart-related myocarditis? My gosh, I'm so glad I didn't get the dang shot to begin with. Because, I mean, I already have a heart condition, but, hey, you know, I don't need to make it worse by a vaccine that is 100% experimental. Uh, not going to happen, folks, but that right there says a lot to me. It does. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But, on a, you know, on a related note, uh, and this came out just before I started recording today that uh, speaking of Damar Hamlin, uh, Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills who brought the nation to a standstill when he collapsed on a field in, on, on, in Cincinnati during their game between uh, the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. And the young man, 24 years old, literally dropped dead on the field and brought the nation to an absolute standstill. But I've got great, but there is good news. He is recovering. And according to uh, just the news, uh, DeMar Hamlin was discharged from a hospital in Buffalo today after getting a comprehensive medical evaluation nine days after the, the young man literally dropped dead. So that's great news. In spite, and, and, he, had, and um, he had to have been vaccinated because of the NFL requirement uh, for all teams and all players and their staffs and everybody to get vaccinated. So yeah, so praise God, hallelujah, 
DeMar Hamlin's been discharged. He's going home to Buffalo with, uh, well, he's actually in Buffalo, but he can go home, be with his family, and maybe, just maybe, even make a bit of an appearance at the Bills' playoff game uh, this coming weekend because it is the NFL, it's the NFL wildcard weekend. And I think it would be fantastic if they could get DeMar Hamlin there to the game in Buffalo because it's a home game. You know, get him a, you know, get him a skybox for his family and everybody. And just let him cheer on the team and be with his guys. Get him whatever he needs to be comfortable. Because I think that would be a great, great inspiration. Not just for the Buffalo Bills and the city of Buffalo, but for the people across the country to let him see that he's on the mend, he's doing pretty okay, and and let him be an example and a testimony to the prayers of millions of people who are praying for that young man and his family. And another benefit that DeMar Hamlin's charity has apparently also gotten a substantial influx of donations over $8 million worth. So I'm thinking, wow, you know, a, a bad, a, tra- a near tragedy turned into something pretty darn amazing, and I'm really happy for DeMar Hamlin and his family. But, uh, but one other story. Now, this may not seem like a big deal, but uh, it's just mind-blowing because... It's a reminder, my friends, a total reminder that there are still very big issues and inflation is still very much a problem, a huge problem. Holy cow. Uh, And I mean, it might not be a big deal to some people, but if you're a family who's been struggling during this time, this isn't going to help. This is not going to help you, especially when it comes to buying something that's considered a staple, at least now, or at least it used to be. Now it's turned into like an almost a luxury. And this story, real uh, from Justin S. today, egg prices near $9 a dozen. Bird flu outbreak increased demand over meat as a protein source. I'm like, what the heck? Now, there. This is not some sort of oh, we're gonna. It's kind of scary. I mean, I have seen this. I have seen this with my own eyes. I mean, I'm not some big time celebrity who can get people to, you know, go shopping for me. I do my own grocery shopping. I'm just a regular guy, and I go and I saw at a uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> just I mean, anybody. I remember the days in the not too distant past where eggs, you know, a dozen eggs you could go for like maybe what, uh, what a couple of dollars, maybe two fifty a dozen, but or if you go for like larger, you know, like you can get 18 eggs for like maybe about, you know, two something, three something. You know, that was amazing. But 
But right now, the average U.S. price for a dozen large grade-A eggs is just under $5.40. Five plus dollars for eggs? Huh? Folks, that's just nuts. And if you want to get maybe like those uh, 18, uh, you know, dozen and a half eggs, you know, if you've got like a you know pretty decent sized family and you cook a lot, but even that, the lowest price I have seen for that was darn near seven dollars, like six dollars and seventy five cents. Wow, I'm definitely going to be real careful and use what eggs I have very sparingly, because to try to buy it even at a local grocery store or even a big chain store like in Walmart's or or Win Dixie's, which are big here in the South. I'm like, what? Uh, I'll pass, thanks. And then, of course, you know, if you're trying to get protein for your kids, you know, making them good, healthier meals, it, you know, if you don't want eggs, you're going to go get things like beef. And even those prices are up. But simply put, folks, yeah, we still need help. We still need help. We need people to fight to get this stuff dealt with. And this is why I'm going to continue to support this new, the new MAGA house and to get down and deal with some of these things and maybe make some criminal referrals, but because the Department of Injustice is just as messed up as anything... You know, there's not gonna there's not gonna be any real accountability or transparency, but at least this will be an issue, and the Republicans need to bring it up. This is Bidenflation, and for all you woke Christians and Joe Biden fans, this is what you voted for. Congratulations! I'm certainly gonna remember this, and an awful lot of other people are gonna remember it too, especially families who are struggling to try to keep food on the table. Count on that. Well, folks, with that, I will call it a day today. And I want to thank you for listening. You can find our audio podcast at wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all platforms, big and small, and in between. You can also tune in at 3 p.m. Eastern for... In Black and White live stream on our locals page in blackandright.locals.com. Uh, just simply become a member and join uh, and connect up with our community and have yourself a terrific time. And we're going to have some more fun and we're going to take this to a whole nother level. So for now, friends, take care of yourselves. God bless. Have a great Wednesday. And as always, Patriots still come in all colors. Yeah.